you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. Today's Friday. The Hall of Fame induction ceremonies are this weekend, uh, where the man who is the focus of this episode, Peyton Manning, will be inducted into the NFL Pro Football Hall of Fame. His bust will be in Canton. That's just like the face, like the, the head statue. Uh, and there were a lot of jokes about that regarding the size of Peyton Manning's forehead uh, and how long that took to craft. But uh, today is about Peyton Manning. Um, it's good timing, you know, to do a career reflection. And obviously now he's going into the Pro Football of Hall of Fame. So this is kind of the last, the last little cherry on top of a marvelous career for Peyton Manning. Um, and that, that will kind of cap it off. But, uh, you know, welcome everybody. And, and today's about Peyton Manning. So obviously, you know, for most football fans today, Peyton Manning is, is more of a, I mean, he, he entered the league at least at a, he was, he was a quarterback who, you know, for me was, a, it was just a weird time because when I started to really love football, which was in the early 2010s. Like that was when I really started to get into it and when I was watching every single game. And then that was really when he had just come back from that neck injury, right? Which we'll talk about later. But I really never knew him as a Colts quarterback because he just hadn't played with the Colts for that long when I started watching football. And so I really only knew him as a Denver quarterback. And now that we're in you know, 2021, we're going to the 2021 NFL season. Um, most quarterbacks in the NFL, not most, but a good portion of them have never played in the same era as Peyton Manning. There's not a lot of overlap anymore, you know, and, and the best quarterbacks in the league, you're Patrick Mahomes, you're, you're Josh Allens, you're, you know, all these different types of quarterbacks, um, young, great quarterbacks, right? They're the new, they're the new fad. Right. But I think a lot of what has allowed them to be, you know, I mean, the way that they play the game and the way that Peyton Manning played the game are very different. And I think that a lot of people nowadays kind of, you know, shirk the notion of of the way that Peyton Manning played and the way that, you know, pocket passers play because they're not that mobile. They can't make plays with their legs. Um, So they're viewed as just simply not as good. And I don't think that's the case. I think Peyton Manning had likely one of the most incredible careers as an NFL quarterback that any, any one player could. Um, 
you know, he is called the sheriff for a reason. And we'll get into, you know, when we talk about players who are who are incredible, right? When we talk about the greatest in the game, they have to do something to really change the game, to innovate the game, to do something that that hasn't been done before. And I think the trait for Peyton Manning in that case, right? And, and you can listen, Dan Orlovsky was talking about this. I think it was, it might've been, it might've been yesterday. It was on ESPN and I was watching it. And we all know Peyton Manning to be the sheriff, right? To, 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 because of what he did and what he did, right? We have to remember what he did was the way he organized his team at the line of scrimmage was something that he really started in the league. Like that was his, that was the thing that he really brought into the league. Um, audibles, no huddles, stuff like that. That was mostly him. And, and that was a large part of that was played by him. And so that kind of, that really changed the game of football um, forever. You know, Peyton Manning is one of the smartest NFL QBs of all time. I think that has to go without saying. I mean, he he really is a a genius. I, I think at the quarterback position at the line of scrimmage, he knew where the defense was going. If you go back and you watch old game footage, especially of him in Indianapolis, but you can also watch that incredible 2013 season in Denver, right? I mean, he knew exactly what defense, like what scheme the defense was playing, where people were going, and, and who would be the open receiver a great portion of the time, right? You know, he threw interceptions, sure, but he had an incredible career where he just lit up the field time after time after time again. It was incredible, right? And, you know, honestly, his career – was incredible in Indianapolis. Like he would have been a Hall of Famer just with his Indianapolis career. But then he goes to Denver for four seasons and has maybe arguably the greatest or one of the greatest seasons that an NFL quarterback has ever had at the age of 37, right? Where he threw for, he had 450 completions on 659 attempts, which if you're counting, that is a 68.3% completion percentage. He threw for 5,477 yards and 55 touchdowns, which I think are both NFL records in a single season. Which, And this is also a good time to do this because we are now entering that 17-game season phase, right? That record might be broken this season. Right, because you have one more game to throw three or four touchdowns. We have to remember this is the record for 16 game seasons, right? This is what we're talking about. And honestly, I mean, it was incredible. It was an incredible season. And, and you know, they go into the they go into the Super Bowl and they end up losing. But it was it was probably the most incredible season by a quarterback ever. I mean, the way he played was just just simply remarkable. I mean, I I don't know how he did it. I don't, I don't, at age 37, I don't know. Um, you know, just some, just some stats for you about Peyton Manning. So obviously he already is a Hall of Famer. He was a 14-time Pro Bowler, a seven-time All-Pro, two-time Super Bowl champion, five-time MVP. He's part of the All-2000 team. He was the 2004 
AP Offensive Player of the Year, 2012 AP Comeback Player of the Year, 2013 Offensive Player of the Year, 2005 uh, Walter Peyton Manning of the Year, 2003 and 2004 and 2013 Bart or Bert Bell Award winner. I mean, you name it, he's won, right? I mean, for as many awards as Tom Brady has won, which, you know, is a lot, I would say that Peyton Manning has won just as many, right? They're both 14-time Pro Bowlers, yes. But Peyton Manning is a five-time NFL MVP. So for five seasons, right, and we have to remember – these five seasons were played with incredible quarterbacks, with guys like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, back in the day, Drew Brees, Philip, you know, like these are like playing in a league with very talented quarterbacks playing or in, in other teams around him, right? He was a five-time MVP in a 17-year career. So that means a if you know, give or take every one or four, one every four years, he's going to win an MVP. Better than that, better than every four years, or just about every four years, he'll win an MVP. Better than that, isn't that insane? Like that to me is insanity. Like like five time MVP. Tom Brady's only won three. Patrick Mahomes, who many people think will be the next greatest quarterback, has won one MVP. Now, granted, Patrick Mahomes has already played. Is only played. Uh, I think that he's going into his fifth season, but still, I mean, that is incredible to win five MVPs. I'm just looking up the years. Um, what seasons did Peyton Manning win? MVPs. I mean, obviously, 2013. All right. It doesn't want to tell me. But he's won it five times. Um, 2004, 2008, 2009, and 2013. Also in 2003. And I think he's probably the first player to win back-to-back MVPs. Um, I, I don't know, but... I mean, he won back-to-back MVPs in 2008 and 2009. So, I mean, arguably the best the best, best player in the league across those two seasons has got to be Peyton Manning. But, like, what an incredible career he had in the regular season. I mean, arguably the greatest regular season quarterback of all time. I mean, he was simply incredible. And we have to remember one extremely – important thing his entry in 2011 right and this wasn't an acl tear this wasn't a you know a a, a torn rotator cuff um i mean a tour and both of those are bad and, and for quarterbacks torn rotator cuff is a big problem but what Peyton manning had was completely different i mean this type of neck injury and i don't know if, if you guys remember this but he had a neck injury that was so severe that it was rumored that he would never even play football again. Like he, like in 2011, there was a lot of suspicion that, like, whether he would come back to Indianapolis or not was one thing, but whether he would actually play another down of football was another thing, right? Whether Peyton Manning would step out on that field and take another snap was in jeopardy, right? And 
he went to Denver, and, and that surprised some people. He went to Denver and had an excellent season, 37 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, first team all pro, like an incredible season. They went 13 and three. Like Peyton Manning was incredible, right? They, I mean, he really was incredible. Um, And the way he played, the way he came back from that injury, obviously he won the 2012 uh, AP Offensive Player of the Year. Or uh, 2012 uh, Comeback Player of the Year. Sorry. He won the 2012 uh, Comeback Player of the Year Award, which is well-deserved. And, you know, that truly showed that Peyton Manning uh, had this resiliency. And at 36 is when he got injured, right? So, or at 35 is when he got injured. So he wasn't young, right? And again, this was before the days where we knew Tom Brady was going to play until 44, right? And by the way, Tom Brady will probably be one of the few, maybe the only quarterback involved ever to play till he's 44. So at 35, you know, for Peyton Manning, I mean, that was an incredible, like a, a, a disaster, disasterly injury to have. Like this was a very bad injury to have. And he came back and he went 13 and three. He had a great season. Next season, um, in 2013, you know, they, uh, they, he had an even better season. They end up losing in the Super Bowl. And then in 2014, they make it back to the playoffs. They lose in, their fir- in the first round game. Then in 2015, which ended up being his last year of his career, um, he won a Super Bowl. And I think... We have to talk about Peyton Manning's playoff performances because throughout his career, um, you know, that's been, I think, the biggest, um, how do I put this? The biggest, the biggest, like, mark on his career. Like, the biggest thing that someone will say to, to discredit him or to, 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 you know, not call him one of the greats because his playoff record compared to, I mean, like we can compare him to Tom Brady, right? But that's, that's not super fair. Like let's, let's get some other quarterbacks. Let's pull up Brett Favre. Um, you know, Peyton Manning in the playoffs was, it was 14 and 13. Right, so he was just about five hundred. He was nine and ten in Indianapolis. He was five and three in Denver. So he only played twenty-seven games, right, in the playoffs. And now I say only, and twenty-seven is a lot. He played twenty-seven games in the playoffs. He was just about five hundred. Um, he he threw forty touchdowns to twenty-five interceptions, which across twenty-seven games is. It's not that much. I mean, you know, again, the playoffs is a different beast, to be fair. But his playoff, the way he played in the playoffs wasn't wasn't like how he played in the regular season. He approached it very differently. And I think that is the biggest mark on his career. You know, his playoff, like 
the reason why people don't view Peyton Manning as the greatest quarterback of all time was because of his lack of playoff success. Because the difference between him and Tom Brady at this point, you know, Tom Brady is a incredible quarterback, right? In my opinion, the greatest of all time. And in the regular season, you know, arguably he was outplayed by Peyton Manning. I mean, five-time MVP to three-time MVP, right? I mean, those two big MV- those two MVP awards are, are those those are two big numbers right there, right? And the seven-time first-team All-Pro to the third the three-time first-team All-Pro. I mean, those are those are big differences right there. And you know, other otherwise, you know, they you know, Tom Brady's in, in touchdowns and in passing yards. And in important stats like that. But where it really separates is the fact that Tom Brady has seven Super Bowl victories and Peyton Manning only has two, right? That's a huge margin right there. The fact that Tom Brady has 34 playoff wins and Peyton Manning only has 14, right? Those are, you know, those are the big differences, I think, between the two of them, right? I think those are that that is what you know separates the two of them and how they played in the playoffs. And you know, we all know that and, and we have to be honest about this. Peyton Manning's 2015 season, I mean, he slumped through that season. I mean, we have we remember that Brock Osweiler played a good portion of that season, right? Peyton Manning went seven and two in that season. Right? He started nine games, he played in ten. And in the playoffs, you know, he he played all he played three games, right? I don't know, I don't remember what the team went, but he played three games and they won the Super Bowl, right? But he threw two touchdowns and one interception in three games. You know, that's not <laughs> in, across three games, right? I mean, those are not great stats, right? Those are not impeccable stats, I would say. So that's the biggest holdup on Peyton Manning. We know that, you know, that 2006 Super Bowl was incredible, right? But that 2015 Super Bowl, the defense won that one. But that's the thing. It's a team game. But we have to bring that up when we talk about Peyton Manning because that is what, in my opinion, is holding him back from being the greatest quarterback of all time. And I don't think he's ever going to reach that point where he is in the discussion anymore. Because I think Tom Brady surpassed everybody else by a wide margin. But had Peyton Manning had more success in the, in, in the playoffs, maybe if he had gotten one more Super Bowl victory, right, and had slightly better statistics, if he had won, you know, 16 games and lost nine or something like a better ratio. I think more people would look at him as the greatest quarterback of all time. Right. But those playoff stats are important, but his regular season stats cannot be overlooked. Right. And that's why I'm doing this episode because I think a lot of people have forgotten just how dominant Peyton Manning was, just how scary he was when he would walk up to the line of scrimmage and yell, Omaha, Omaha. Right. And then the whole, and you knew that the play call had changed. Right, you knew whatever had been set up by the offense just a few moments ago was no longer the case. You knew that Peyton Manning had had thought he had figured something out about the defense, about the scheme, right? And is changing his offense to contour 
his offense to what would best you know work against the defense, right? People forget about how great he was as an NFL quarterback. He had two losing seasons as an NFL quarterback. And those were within the first five years of his career. You know, I mean, not everyone can say that, right? Not everyone can say they only had, you know, one losing or two losing seasons, right? Most quarterbacks, I mean, you know, Brett Favre, how many losing seasons did he have? He had, well, not many. One, okay, he had two losing seasons, right, as a quarterback. So the same as Peyton Manning. But if you look at the games won each season, they were less, less, less than than uh, than Peyton Manning, right? And again, I compare you know Brett Favre to Peyton Manning because I I view you know they played kind of in the same time frame I think, right? And you know we have to talk about this Peyton Manning as of right now. So the Pro Football Hall of Fame has a Hall of Fame monitor, right? Where it tracks the full, the points, right? And and then calculates the chances of a player making the Hall of Fame, right? And, you know, each, each award, each attribute has a certain, um, certain amount of points awarded to it, right? Like Super Bowls, MVPs, all pros, all these things have have uh, points awarded to them, right? Which monitors, you know, how close they are or whether they should or should not be in the Hall of Fame. The leader, as of right now, and this could change because it is very close. The leader, as of right now, in, in points, is Peyton Manning with 257. Not Tom Brady, not Brett Favre, not Aaron Rodgers. Peyton Manning has 257 points. To put some perspective, the third place in third place is Brett Favre with 179. So Peyton Manning is a full, give or take, 80 points ahead of of, of Brett Favre. Now, will Peyton Manning finish as the greatest, you know, as the highest scorer? We'll see. I mean, Tom Brady is five points behind Peyton Manning. So it's it's difficult to say, right? But we know that this is what we're looking for. You know, we're look Peyton Manning as of right now is is the is the highest scoring quarterback in the Hall of Fame metrics, right? And you know, the average Hall of Fame QB is a 104. Right, which means that you know a guy like Drew Brees is at 141. Drew Brees had a great career, everybody, and everyone knows it. But guess what? He's at 141. Peyton Manning's over 100 points ahead of him. So by by all metrics, regular season and in this kind of overview, like this Hall of Fame metric, Peyton Manning might be the greatest quarterback of all time in the regular season. That's why he's called the Sheriff. Right, the way he controlled the game, the way he changed the game from the line of scrimmage, the way he operated from the line of scrimmage was so unique to what he did that the whole league started to adopt. And we saw quarterbacks like Tom Brady, 
systems like the Belichick system, plenty of other teams, Aaron Rodgers, right, operate under a line of, you know, where you, where you operate from the line of scrimmage, right, where the play that you started with, you know, you have all these different other plays that you can audible to immediately, right, that you can go to at a moment's notice when, when the time is right, where Peyton Manning would walk up to, to you know, be in the shotgun or walk up to the line of scrimmage and he'd pick his head up and he'd know instantly what the defense was playing. Give him a couple drives and he would figure out, okay, the, the safety is going to be drawing in. You know, whoever it is, man, Brian Dawkins, whoever it is, is going to be coming in on this play. So I'm going to have my receiver, you know, straight shot down the sideline, right? And then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to change the play up so that, it works best for my receivers. And he knew where players were going to be before they were there, right? And, and very few times in his career was he fooled, right? And that happened in some of the biggest moments, right? In, in the 2013 Super Bowl, I mean, the the Seahawks defense absolutely destroyed Payne and Manning, right? I mean, they killed them. But for the vast majority of his career, Payne and Manning was one of the most unstoppable quarterbacks, and especially in the regular season. He is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And I think that people have forgotten just how good he was. It's only been five years, right, since Peyton Manning was in the NFL. But because of his unceremonious end to his career, where he, you know, he threw the, I don't know, he passed some record and then he was pulled from the game. You know, because of the unceremonious end to his career, because of the way he fell off in that 2015 season where he had nine touchdowns and 17 interceptions in just nine games, nine started games, right? Because of the way he ended his career, people, it changed the perspective on him. And I think that that's important because something that we've talked about before in this program is recency bias, right? What is most recent is, is what we're going to be biased to, right? And that, and, and, and to be fair, Right. What is most recent is what is most relevant. Right. What is most recent to us is is what is most is what is most you know is the is the soon is is the closest data we have to us. Right. When we talk about Josh Allen, you know, we could say, well, you know, maybe it was a fluke season, but we're only going to talk about Josh Allen in the sense that he is progressing in terms of his career as of right now. Right. If in three seasons he's had two two or three down seasons, we could be like, well, that was a fluke season. And that really wasn't his career and what his career was going to look like. But the recency of, 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 of Peyton Manning's last season, right, and the way that his last season ended, right, where he was benched for a number of games for Brock Osweiler, where he had a, you know, a horrendous touchdown to interception ratio, where – he was carried to a Super Bowl by his defense, where he basically did nothing, right, that season. That is what is affecting our perception of Peyton Manning, right? Because if he had finished on that 2013 season, and let's say he had won the Super Bowl that season, right, and say so we change one game, take away two seasons of play, we change one game. People might call Peyton Manning the greatest quarterback of all time because of the season he had, right? The greatest season of a quarterback ever winning a Super Bowl over the Legion of Boom. 
people might view that as one of the most one of the one the greatest season ever. And in P, he might be viewed differently. He might be viewed as, well, oh, that's Peyton Manning there. You can't you can't talk about him like that. People, you know, after those that 2015 season, people viewed him differently because of the way he fell off. And I think that people might view Drew Brees similarly, right? But Drew Brees just finished playing. I think that more people recognize and give it in five years, people might be like, oh, well, Drew Brees really wasn't that good, which is what is happening. Or not that he wasn't that good, but people might not put him in the same conversation. I think that's what's happening to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning needs to be viewed as an incredible quarterback because he is one. We need to remember the days. We need to remember what he did as an NFL quarterback and how special it was, right? How unique it was, how he changed the game from the line of scrimmage, how he won five MVPs. People forget about those types of things. We need to remind them, right? Why Peyton Manning is called the sheriff. You know, how his comeback in 2012 was remarkable. We need to, you know, we can't view a quarterback by his last season. We need to view him by his whole career. Right? And people nowadays are always talking about the new thing in quarterbacks. Right? The next big thing. But will there ever be a next big thing better than Peyton Manning in the regular season? Or better than the statistical career he had in a 16-game season? I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't think so. To throw for 5,477 yards, 55 touchdowns to 10 interceptions is a feat that would be difficult for any quarterback in the 17-game season. Incredibly difficult, much less the 16-game season. So before we start, you know, crowning the new kings of football, we need to look back at the guys who have already established incredible records and had incredible careers. And we need to look to them, and we need to look to them with praise because these are the guys who started everything, who set stuff up. And not to say that Patrick Holmes and these guys aren't doing their own new thing where they're changing the game, but it is a bit different. We need to remind ourselves of how great Peyton Manning was and that he is more than deserving of the title of Hall of Famer and as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, without a doubt. There is no, there's no but, there's no anything. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. I hope you enjoyed it. Peyton Manning entering the Hall of Fame. An incredible day. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and you'll hear me in the next one. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot. Fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguadala.